Hello, ladies. We would like to welcome you to our Goodness and Gracious podcast. It is our desire for this podcast to help women to grow and be strengthened by taking the Bible and laying out God's plan for our lives. Now, throw in some laundry. If you have kids at home, send them to their room. Grab a cup of coffee or your favorite drink because it's time for just you and God. Oh, well, and I guess us. Now let's dive right in. Welcome back to Goodness and Gracious, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) As you know, we are still working through the fruit of the spirit. And for the month of May, we're talking about long suffering. Mm -hmm. Renee, do you want to remind them of our theme verse? It's Galatians 5, 22 through 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. So what in the world does long-suffering mean anyway? Several definitions we came across was patiently bearing continual wrongs or trouble, patient endurance of pain or unhappiness, having or showing patience in spite of troubles, especially those caused by other people. (laughs) Wow. So do we as Christians have long-suffering with other people, whether they're Christians or sinners? Well, I'm I'm thinking we're going to find out a little bit about ourselves. All right, I know that I, I know that I have already, so I'm sure that he's going to uh, deal with us a little bit more. So we have talked about how all of these fruit of the spirit get misused and almost cliche, and this one really is no different. I believe sometimes we think we are being long suffering, uh, but are we really? Right, exactly. Well, let's look at an example. Do I have long suffering with the man who pulled out in front of me and is barely chugging along as I am going 60 miles an hour? Or do I get upset and lay on my horn? I don't want you to ask me, (laughs) but I do. It's kind of funny because the passage is, or no, Josh actually said this in Sunday school this morning. (laughs) It's like, what in the world? (laughs) Yeah, don't ask me, please don't. (laughs) I don't really honk my horn. I just get right up on their Mm -hmm. tail. (laughs) Make sure they know that I'm not happy with them. I'm going to reiterate here. Please don't ask me when I do. Please don't. What about when the waitress messes up the order or is just very slow? Do we say, well, she just won't get that good tip for today? So for me, in that type of instance, I'm a little more, that's really not a strong or a hot button with me. The the pulling out in front of me, <laughs> that's, my, that's my weakness. Um, but the, the waitress, I'm, you know, I have a little bit more, you know, leeway with, yeah. I think. Well, have we ever stopped to think of that other person? Maybe they're having a rough day or maybe something bad's going on with them or in their family. So many times, including myself, we just want to jump to a different conclusion instead of have long suffering with them and praying maybe for them. Yep. I agree. I agree that we do that. Um, so here's a hint. If you feel you must plead your case that you are suffering long, you probably aren't long suffering. I, this is just a clue. Uh, as a whole and as a rule, we should be long suffering towards our brothers and sisters in Christ and sinners alike. Right, right. As I was preparing for this podcast, I came upon a good definition in the Bible. The word long suffering is made up of two Greek words meaning long and temper. So to be long suffering is to have self-control when stirred to anger. Mm. (laughs) So just like in my examples earlier, we need to let our light shine to those we feel are in the wrong or have wronged us because we don't know what they are going through. Maybe they just need someone to talk to. Yep. And that very well could be. And that's one of the things that God's been dealing with me on 
in this, in this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, what if they do need someone to talk to you? Mm -hmm. What's going on in their lives? What, how, let me examine my behavior, how I behave when I have things going on. And what are other people, you know, thinking of me, Mm -hmm. um, in that? What kind of circumstances are they going through? Yep, exactly. So Ephesians 4, 1 through 3 says, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with longsuffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Now, this sounds serious to me, Um, like you must walk worthy of your vocation. What is your vocation? It is your occupation, um, not your job, but what that, that you get paid for, but what God is calling you to do in ministry. Uh, we all have a job in the ministry, and we are supposed to walk worthy of that. Hmm. In this ministry, we are to be long-suffering and forbearing one another in love. This means that we have restraint with the others that are in the ministry alongside of us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm learning a whole lot about myself. I got to be honest with you. Restraint is not something that we hear a whole lot about anymore because everyone feels entitled to spout off about something they don't like about what someone else is doing. Right. You would think because you are in a good church and you love everyone that it would be easy to have long suffering with others in the congregation. (laughs) Easy. We're we're putting quotes around that. (laughs) If someone has a ministry that they are heading up or involved in and you don't like something that they are doing, so you're going to set them straight or at the very least give your opinion, guess what? That is the opposite of being long-suffering and forbearing one another. And then guess what happens? We are not carrying out the last part of that section of scripture, endeavoring, which is striving to achieve or reach to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Now, this does not mean that we let sin run rampant in the name of being long-suffering. But what we should be doing is seeking his face about what actually needs to be done. You imagine what the church would be if we all had more long-suffering with each other? Well, I think that, <laughs> everything. yeah, at pastor's message this morning um, in longevity, I thought was very good. Mm-hmm. And um when he got to that last one, you know, after growth, what, what happens after growth? I think that if we would be what we're talking about here, I think we would see what comes after growth. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we let our flesh take control and it gets the best of us. And we justify why we got upset or showed ourselves to the other person. But in reality, we sinned because we did not have long suffering. Yeah. I think that's hard for us to see Mm -hmm. is when someone else um, does something and we think that we're entitled to say something about it, that we're being holier. We we're just in what we're saying to them because, you know, in all reality, they sinned, you know what I'm saying? But we didn't take it to God. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't take it to God and find out what God. No, we took it to, to our neighbors. Yeah, we did. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. We took it to our neighbors. We do one on gossip. <laughs> yep. We took it to our neighbors. And, um, so we, it's hard for us to see. I sinned when mm-hmm. I did that, you know, right. and it's just as bad, if not worse than what the other person was doing. Well, I think when we think of sin, we don't think of stuff like this. We think of lying right. and cheating and yep. drinking and cussing and, you know, stuff yep. like that. We don't think of fruit of the spirit. Yeah, these are our, <laughs> these are our, our pet sins that we're okay yeah, with. It, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
God is our source of long suffering because it's part of his character. An example of this is in Exodus 34, 6. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Sounds like a long suffering God to me. Sure does. <laughs> so I heard a new song the other day and I cannot get enough of it. I'm I'm kind of like this and I, I do a repeat. It's It goes on repeat <laughs> all the time. So it's a Danny Gokey song. It's called We're All Broken People. I don't think I've heard it. Oh, it's so good. I'll have to go listen oh, to it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> the song starts off with talking about how we all judge from our own point of view. It also says our human is equal. It is those words right there that made me start thinking about how unlong suffering we all are. We like to think that we are better Mm-hmm. or at least different than other people. But we are all human and our human is equal. That is so hard to process because I think my human is just a little bit more humane than your human. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's that's the truth. That's yeah. the way we think. And I have to be honest with you, um pastor's message this morning really really got me thinking, you know, I I want to be um So when it comes to pastoring, um, he was talking about how there's different stages in a pastor's life. And I was looking at all of those and I was thinking, those are the same things as a Christian's life. Mm -hmm. Um, We, as a Christian, we go through the honeymoon phase when we're coming into a new church and stuff like that. Um, But I want to know, I want to know what comes after growth for me. And I want us as individuals to know what comes after Mm -hmm. growth, you know, for, for each of us. Uh, it is so profound, and I cannot stress it enough, and I am still learning it myself, that we cannot will ourselves to be long-suffering, just like with all of the other fruit of the Spirit. We cannot will ourselves. It has to come directly from God. And if we don't show long-suffering and get upset, then we lose our joy, our peace, gentleness. You get the point. Yep. I think we've discussed it before. The Bible doesn't say fruits with yep. an S. Right. <laughs> it says fruit. So it's all one. You can't have only one. Yep. Colossians 3, 12 through 13 says, Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) So one of the things that stuck out to me about this verse is that he says to forgive as Christ forgave you. But it doesn't say anything about forgiving when everything lines up perfectly with your perspective of things. That's hard to swallow because guess what? Christ does not, everything that we do and say, we don't completely line up with him, but he still forgave us. Right. That kind of slapped me right across mm-hmm. the face when I, when I read that. It says, as Christ forgave you. Well, I know for a fact that Christ doesn't agree with every single thing about me. Right. But he still forgave mm-hmm. me. So if I could be totally honest, and this is Always. a hard one for me, <laughs> I have lived a sinful life when it comes to long suffering. Um, so because I didn't have long suffering, I didn't have my joy, my peace, etc. You get the point. Mm-hmm. I thought I had all of these, but later on in my Christian walk, I had none. 
come to find out, (laughs) (laughs) I was a miserable person. Um, For so many years when others would do wrong or do my family wrong, there's a big kicker there. I would lash back and try to get even or hold a grudge to teach them a lesson when in the long run, I was the one hurting myself and not hurting the others. Yeah, And that always happens that way, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes people are more long suffering with their family, mainly their kids, uh, than they, they are with other people. Right. Long suffering isn't an easy one when we are upset. But the Bible teaches we have to be long suffering, and that doesn't mean to only those we are close to. That means everyone. Yep. I find that I, and this is, I'm not saying this is a good thing. Um, I find that I am more long suffering with other people than I am with like my own kids or husband most of the time. I think the reason for that is that I have little to no patience when it comes to blatantly being contrary to what they clearly know God expects from them. And like I said, I'm not saying that that is the correct way to do things. I'm just trying to be real. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of the way that I am Uh, doing these podcasts. God has taught me so much about him and really so much about myself. Sometimes I feel as if he is telling me what he means. And then it is almost as if he is letting me step outside of my skin to view how I am actually being compared to what he says that I should be. That's kind of what goes on when I'm when I'm going through He's like, he gives me the opportunity to step back, look at yourself. How did you handle this? How do you behave in this situation? Now compare that to what I say that you're supposed to be. And I'm like, yep, yep, you're right. (laughs) Yep, you are right. Spanked again. (laughs) Oh, the chastisement of our Lord. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes that is not pleasurable in the moment. But it's always, it's always loving. Okay. Right. So Correct. like it feels really, really bad. It's like when you're listening to the sermon and he, and that preacher's stepping all over mm-hmm. your toes. It's a good, bad feeling. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There is a reward with having long suffering. And that is the other fear of the spirit, peace, joy, gentleness, yep. et cetera. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Life is so much better when we have all of the fruit of the spirit. Yes. We need Christ and the Holy Spirit to help us say, no, we aren't going there. Yep. Is Christ long-suffering with us? Absolutely. Absolutely. When we were out in sin and was not heeding to the conviction of the Holy Spirit to be saved, Jesus was long-suffering with us, waiting for us to give in and be saved. There's a song, um, He Never Gave Up. Yep. I was sitting at Christian Unity uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess, whenever their revival was, and the Parsons were up singing that song. And I mean, we sing it here, me and the kids, Mm -hmm. and I've listened to the words, but it was like, I just really listened to the words that night. He never gave up because just like I was being honest with all you people earlier about how I was living, he was, he never gave up on me. You know, it wasn't just when I was out in sin that he never gave up on me. It was even while I was a Christian living more sinful than what I'm supposed to be. He never gave up. He right. was still right there tugging at me, chastising me. Yep. What He never gave up on me. I just absolutely love that. Yeah. I love it when that happens. Um, you've heard a song for years and years and years. And then you finally, and not that you haven't heard it before, but you like God yeah. takes it to a new level for mm-hmm. you. Sometimes I feel like, you know, we, we get something out of it. We're growing, we're, you know, we're growing, we're listening. But then, like I said, he takes it to the next level and you're like, oh, I'm seeing yeah. this in a whole new light. <laughs> yeah. So once again, I almost feel it is cliche to say this, but I cannot tell you how grateful I am. He was long suffering with me. Mm -hmm. 
there are many times I can actually recall that he showed me um, his long suffering. So I kind of just wanted to give a little bit of a testimony. Um, a, my own testimony is um, when I got saved, uh, I knew nothing. I mean, I, I knew that there, I knew that there was a God. Okay. And, but he hadn't shown himself to me uh, years before we started uh, going to church or yeah, before we started going to church, I felt that at one time I was going to be going to church. This is how he, this is how he molds and shapes. I mean, years and years before um, I bought my first Bible and I started reading and it was a mother's Bible and it had so many different uh, things. And I thought that's so interesting. But like I said, it wasn't until years later, we started going to a, um, like a kid's group, like a play date type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was with some ladies from another church, um, from one of my aunt's church. Um, and I thought this is, I kind of want this part in my life. You know what I'm saying? And all the while he is being long suffering with me and molding me and shaping me. And then I'm like, you know, that I really want this to be a part of my life, but I kind of felt like the brakes were on, like that wasn't going to be the right church for us to start going to, um, it ended up that it wasn't. And, and I'm glad that it wasn't. Right. Um, and then, (laughs) yeah, me too. (laughs) And then my grandma got sick. Um, my grandma raised me and, um, she was a wonderful woman. She got sick. And even though we weren't raised in church, she, knew where to go. Like she had been taught right when she was little. Mm-hmm. Um, not that she lived that way. And then when she got really sick and she knew it was really bad, um, she took us to church. We followed her to church and she ended up getting saved. My grandpa got in, end up getting saved. Um, I did. And then my husband did. And then my kids. Okay. Um, and this was in, um, May of, I can't even remember what year it was, <laughs> 2002, I think it was. Yeah. And then we went for a long time. She ended up passing away in October of that same year. And the church that we were in, this wasn't this church, <laughs> we got saved in. And it was not, it was a good church. I w- I'm thankful for that church. But there wasn't a whole lot of instruction on growth. I guess what it was lacking was discipleship. Does mm-hmm. that does that I hope that yeah. makes sense? Um and she passed away and I struggled really, really bad. It's like losing your mom. But I hung in there and then Tom's dad got sick and some things went wrong. And you know what? I just said, I can't do this. I can't do it. And I walked away from God. Walked away. And it wasn't until, this is how long suffering, this is the part that I wanted to to really stress. It was probably a good almost year. And I went back to old habits. I was drinking. I was working in a bar. I was doing um, all the things that I had done before, but I was miserable. I, I need to stress that. I was miserable. I mean, absolutely miserable. That's the way it should be. Yeah, you're exactly right. <laughs> And this is the long suffering and loving hand of our God. It, I was drunk in a bar one night and I felt as if God grabbed my ear and said, you're out of here. You either make the decision now, you've 
played around in this long enough. You either know me or you don't know me. And I'm telling you to get out now. It's like, I, seriously, like he grabbed me by the ear. And from that day forward, I started on that path to getting to know him and him getting us rooted and grounded and placed in this church. And I am so thankful for that. Yep. But how long did it take? Almost a year that I sat, mm -hmm. you know, doing whatever I wanted, but I was miserable. Right. But he was so long suffering. He didn't have to be. No, he did <laughs> but not. That's the kind of God we serve. I know. And <laughs> if people, I wish people could see that. And mm -hmm. I try to be um, long suffering myself and people that I know with people that I know that are doing, living a similar situation to that. And that's why my heart's desire is for this church to be a place um, where discipleship can happen. Because when you take excuses away, that's when you get down to the bare facts of, um, is this church being what it's supposed to be? Um, if you have somebody that's attending here and they're hearing the word of God and it's being presented to them Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, Sunday school, different Bible studies, whatever is going on, everything it's being presented to them. They have those opportunities and they still choose to walk away. Um, that's on them, right? You know, that's on them. And that's, that's where God has to step in and do his own long suffering thing. So I, I want this church to be a place for people to, um, not have an excuse, right. To be, exactly. to be walking away from him and be okay with it. <laughs> So I just wanted to um, take the time to share, and I am very proud of myself for getting through that with no tears whatsoever. <laughs> it would have been okay if you did. I'm trying to keep it upbeat. <laughs> I probably would have never gotten through it, but um, he's just been so good. And that's time after time, and it doesn't have to be something that's so horribly bad like I like that. Right. Um, it can be something as simple um, as he's asked you to do something, a ministry in the church and you are not listening, mm -hmm. you know, he, he'll be long suffering for, for you, but he's only going to be long suffering for as long as is beneficial to you. Right. And that's that one mm -hmm. day when he pulled the ear, you know, I think that's all we have today. All right. We did good. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. did. I'm excited. Um, we're going to have some guests. Cool. Yeah. Do I know who they are? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. I'll tell you later. So um, we have part two of long suffering. Part two of long suffering okay. um, for our next recording. And we hope you guys will join us. We hope that this is a benefit to you yes. um, and that you're not being bored with the fruit of the spirit. But mm -hmm. I feel that this is something that God really wants us to know. Mm -hmm. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Yep. Till next, next time. time. See ya. We thank you for joining us for our goodness and gracious podcast. We pray that this was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more information about our women's ministry we have to offer, or you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sandhillfwb.com women. We hope you will join us next time, and until then, we pray God blesses you with his goodness and gracious.